Blog Talk Radio.
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk old lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for the lust. Blindly passing, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his fire. Father, we thank you, Lord. We praise your name. We thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for, for um, you know, just sustaining the blog talk radio system because uh, it's fragile. It's been fragile for 13 years that I've been using it and even more so for others that have been with them longer. Um, and we just praise you that it's up and running. We thank you for that, Father. We praise your holy name. Father, we thank you for bringing us through the holiday season thus far. Without any, hopefully, without any major, um, you know, houses burning down, things like that. Um, and we are, um, you know, burdensomely aware of the increase, the ever increasing um, throes of war. Uh, and uh, tonight we'll be able to, with your anointing, uh, and, uh, you know, and we trust that you're always by our side and hearing our prayers and bringing us through the things that we have to go through, even though a lot of them are surprises and we are dismayed that we're going through them. But, um, but Father, we just thank you for the, the trials, the tribulations, the thorns in the flesh, the things that keep us on track, the things that keep us on our knees. We praise you, Father God, for your blessings when we don't deserve them sometimes, um, and uh, most of the time, actually. And, Father, we just thank you. We praise you for being a, being a Father that wants a relationship with us, that truly loves us, one that we know has put his seal on our head, one that we know who is holding us in his hands, as well as our Lord Jesus, and protecting us through our walk, and using that rod and thy staff that comforts us. It comforts us because the rod is used to whack us upside the buttocks, and the Staff is used to yank us by the neck and get us back on the narrow path, and we just praise you because it does give us, it does give us um, comfort to know that you're there watching over us and and uh, keeping us, you know, going. 
just keeping us going. Uh, and um, and boy, is that a broad stroke of the pen, especially in the days that we're in right now. And Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, and we just want to thank you. We, you know, we feel sorry. I personally, I will say this, I won't speak for other people, but I will say that I, Father, before you, feel sorry for those who are just waking up to the conspiracy stuff and the satanic symbolism stuff, and they're young, which means they're under five years in study. And they think that um, because Satan has hijacked um, the various Christian holidays that they're all satanic, they, do, they don't understand the principle of the fact that the devil has no original ideas. They don't understand, um, you know, what, nobody knows exactly when the dates were, and people speculate until they're blue in the face and write books until, you know, their fingers fall off, and nobody knows, no matter what they say they think they know. They don't. And it's too bad because there's so many people out there that get so whitewashed, so absolutely deluged in all things satanic, that they're not able to see Jesus anymore. And it's a sad thing. It is a sad, sad thing. And I I just praise you, Father, for bringing each of us through that path, through that journey, and let us break through to the other side to understand that all these things, you know, that they've all been stolen, twisted, convoluted, uh, turned satanic, you know, uh, know, reincarnation versus the word incarnation. Just the word re- makes it evil. It's just so amazing, Father, how subtle the devil in order to trick so many of your believers and um, and uh, at the different levels that they're at. And Father, it's kind of sad, but we just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that all of them will be awakened at least sufficiently to be part of the guests in the wedding supper, Matthew 22 at the very least, and not be cast into the great tribulation. We pray that for them at the very least. We praise you for that. And now to him, our Lord Jesus, who's able to keep us from stumbling and present us faultless before the presence of your glory with exceeding joy. And to you, our Father, who alone is wise, be glory, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen.
right. Well, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, we'll see if we get through the show tonight. <clears throat> Um, I'm, I'm not suggesting that I'm, you know, I probably sound pretty bad because I'm on Mucinex, I'm on Sudafed, no, some other thing, I forget what it's called. It's a, it's an antihistamine to try to keep me from coughing through the whole show. You know, it's weird how they mix antihistamines and, um, decongestants together in the same bottle. It's like throwing coffee together with wine. You, you know, it's like a, it's like an Irish coffee. Um, but anyway, um, you know, because they fight against each other. But anyway, um, that I took a uh, – I went ahead. I realized that I was getting surges and fevers throughout the afternoon and finally said, okay, well, that's in, that's indicative of a um, uh, infection, bronchitis or something like that, you know. And you can have them all at the same time. So I just said to heck with it, and I grabbed – I had uh, uh, something more powerful than a Z-Pack stored in my cabinet, and I just said, no better time than now to take a couple of these. And um, so anyway, excuse me. So I will be clearing my throat a lot. I will probably cough an awful lot. Um, I am going to sound exceedingly congested, and it's because I am. Um, I am glad to say that at at this moment in time, I just took a couple of Excedrins to break the fever thing in case it tries to sneak back up, Uh, and uh, and we'll just see how it goes. And then, of course, the other problem, or not necessarily a problem, but oddity, we'll call it an oddity, is that – Blog Talk Radio is still flying a banner on their host uh, console that says the same error message that it's been saying now for the last five days or so. So they're basically telling everybody that, you know, yeah, 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 you know, we we know we're on the air. But they're telling everybody pretty much that it's down. So what that usually means is either somebody was incredibly forgetful, which is highly unlikely, or um, it still broke, okay, and they're limping along, okay, and so that that's essentially what my best estimation of the dynamics that are in play right now are, that whatever you know, Cinchcast Broadcasting, which is the owner of the of this, and I've you know I always, it happens all the time. A lot of people don't know that um, <clears throat> Rumble is owned by the darkness. When you follow the money, um, all the, the only one, to the best of my knowledge, and I, I, I mean, you know, and then yeah, somebody brought up Telegram, but Telegram is never meant to be a podcasting facility. So Telegram's just an outright bad choice. Period. End of story. Um, uh, but you know, because you've got to be able to catalog things. It's a long story. I'm not going to get into all the details. But the uh, the other thing is portability. Blog Talk Radio has portability. It has – I can go anywhere in the world. I can go to, you know, Antarctica, and if I can get a Starlink satellite, I can do a radio show. As a matter of fact (coughs) – excuse me, and you're going to have a lot of that tonight, so I'm sorry, but um, the – you know, you can – you know, you can, you know, if you if you can hit Starlink from the middle of the Ukraine, you can do a radio show with Blog Talk. You can't do that with YouTube. 
You can't do that with Facebook. You know, you can do little blurbs of videos and punch the little button, and whenever it gets a signal, it'll pipe it up into your channel. But to do this kind of uh, interworking, interdynamic, um, where I've got callers calling in and all that other stuff, it is just simply not possible. This is the only format, and it is also the only format, the only system, the only solution that is 100%. It's, it's an independently owned company. It is not owned by BlackRock. It is, you know, if you crawl up and follow the money, you're not going to find some evil entity at the top of it going, and twisting his, you know, uh, uh, mustache like Simon Legree with, uh, you know, Penelope or whatever, getting tied to the train tracks. And we got that with Rumble. A lot of people don't know that, but um, I was watching a documentary, a mini documentary on that and found out, to my absolute surprise. But you know what? That's how they do it. That's how they do it. Rumble didn't start out being owned by the darkness. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> you know, what happens is whenever they become a contender, that's when they get bought out, when they become competition. Or big enough that the forces of darkness want to take control of them and make sure they don't get out of hand, which is why Elon Musk is having such a fantastic problem right now. He's being attacked unbelievably so. That's why I finally have come to the conclusion that he is not the evil entity that everybody thinks he is. Because, just oh, oh, but they put a chip. He wants to put chips in people's heads, so he automatically has to be part of the darkness. No. He does not. Sometimes there are actually people who believe that they can restore sight. I mean, think about Star Trek. Think about the people that were blind. I can't think of the name of the black guy that was blind, but he was Jordy. Uh, uh, was that his name, Jordy? Uh, and he had that visor <clears throat> that would allow him to see. People with um, uh, Alzheimer's, people with uh, Parkinson's disease, people with all kinds of debilitating uh, muscular dystrophy. So, you know, the problem is we're so used to saying, well, if you're a billionaire and, um, and you know, and I can think if I can think of anything evil to do with any of your technologies, then I put the two together. You're a billionaire. And you have technologies that could be used for evil purposes. Then our tiny little peanut brains just simply latch in on that and we go, oh, they must be part of the darkness. The problem is that is not critical thinking. That's crummy, dumb thinking. Sorry, but if that's how you are, then that's how you are. Um, but it's not, you're not really looking at the data holistically. <clears throat> so, um, you know, it, it, it's just the way – and I, I will sit on the fence. I'll sit on the fence sometimes. I mean, most people that are have been regular listeners of this program since 2016 and Trump and all that know that I didn't like Trump in the beginning. I thought he was a childish um, – I still think there's a lot of things that are childish about Trump, um, but that's all – neither here nor there. We already know all we're doing as citizens of heaven, hopefully, is focusing on Jesus, our relationship with Jesus, and the time that we spend praying for the lost. And that's really all that really matters. And also understanding the Bible, the protocols, what we're supposed to be doing when things get bad, 
Because these these are the things. These are the behaviors that are going to matter. These are the things that are going to make us eligible to be part of the bride of Jesus Christ. There is nothing more important than that. You know, people getting, you know, a bee in their bonnet over, you know, what Revelation 13, 9 means or whatever the case is. I'm like thinking, you know, hey, I'm going to be long gone. I'll watch that from the mezzanine. I'm not worried about it. Though now, <clears throat> you know, finding out, having the Lord show me how Revelation 18 actually exists within the day of the Lord and uh, uh, the sixth seal, that was important. But um, And there's other pieces. I mean, it's all important, but it's degrees of importance. It's, it has to do with, you know, if you know that you're the, the number one threat to you as a Christian is to potentially be left behind in the barley harvest. Do you want to eat bugs? Do you want to be in a 15-minute city? Do you want to get ushered into a line and have injections forced upon you? And, you know, if you don't deny Jesus, have your head chopped off. See, those things are common right after the barley harvest. Now, are they going to be post-World War III? Probably. But remember, as far as we can tell at this point, World War III is not going to be your typical war. It will go hot at some point, for sure. There's no doubt about it. And it will go nuclear at some point, for sure. There's no doubt about it. However, it's going to be full of cyber war, uh, electromagnetic pulse stuff. It's going to be full of uh, power grids going out, all that stuff in uh, the Obama movie that's sicker than Saint, more satanic than I ever imagined. <coughs> um, and um, people are going nuts. Over, you know, because we got right now that the thing that's hard for um, a lot of us who've been doing this for a really long time, what's hard for us to do is to, I don't know, I mean, we, like, I can tell you for, for, you know, that I get sent um, a lot of stuff. And it, it's the folks that are sending it to me and the folks that are, especially the folks that are reporting it. They're newbies. And when you start breaking into conspiracy theory stuff, if you're only five years into it, you are a major newbie, major newbie. And, um, you know, and it's just it, what ends up happening is that you get just this eight out of ten TikTok videos you might watch are going to be somebody totally flipping out over something that you personally would roll your eyes at. Oh, great, another owl found on a $1 bill. Oh, great, another six windows in a row, the number six. You know, when you've been doing this stuff for 13 years and tearing it all apart, and, you know, it's an untold number of movies, untold number of songs, untold number of testimonies, untold number of dynamics, untold number of multi-person shooting, you know, the list just goes on and on. After a while, it kind of isn't all that interesting anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, okay, 666, big dagnabbit deal. <coughs> Doesn't get me excited, I'll tell you that. But anyway, people send me stuff, my, my ex-wife does, and all that, because people are waking up. Now, is that a good thing? It is a good thing. It's a very good thing for them. Praise God. And it, it, it should be a good thing for all of us. We should all be praiseful that more and more people are waking up. 
Unfortunately, there is a side effect to that, and as more and more people wake up until the fullness of the Gentiles is brought in, means we're probably going to be hanging around here a little bit longer than we maybe we thought. We'll see. Although I don't know, though, because the barley harvest is a very unique event. The barley harvest is not linked to a specific seal as is the wheat harvest, the final harvest, the day of the Lord, the three days of darkness, and all that kind of stuff. And yes, Kristen, if it's not working, anybody out there is having any problems, you've got to shut down your browser and you've got to reopen it. If you ever lose audio, shut down your browser and reopen it. What I do is I keep multiple versions of browsers on my cellular phone, including Firefox. Uh, there's one called... Uh, Oh, what's its name? It starts with an O. Um, I have like three different versions of browsers on there. So anyway, it's just the way – it's the nature of the beast. So anyway, um, praise God. So, um, uh, you know, there's an awful lot. I mean, probably one-third of the Internet that's waking up right now, they're going out. And when they flip out, one of the side effects is that they go into this – everything is a conspiracy. <clears throat> They lose, completely lose their discernment. They flip out. They wig out. They flip thy wigs. Okay? Then earth is flat and everything else under the sun. All right. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, and yes, I'm sitting here choking on my, you know, byproducts. <coughs> Excuse me. If I hit the mic mute every time I'm talking and I had cough, I... I would never radio show done. So anyway, <clears throat> all right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, so if we uh, digress, I, I meant to get on the program on Wednesday night, but it was a hell flight back. Nothing ever goes, uh, you know, hey, listen, I'm alive. Uh, I haven't lost any limbs. Nobody died at my hands. Uh, you know, no fires. I'm not like burned over X percent of my body. You know, they, I can praise God for all the things that didn't happen. Um, but I can tell you that <clears throat> there certainly was an abundance of things that did not go right, which, of course, is pretty normal, I think, for a lot of people. But I, I'm certain that I'm, you know, that I got a big target on my back and things happen to me that generally just don't happen to everybody else. I don't know why, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get to uh, it. I'm so used to being beaten up. I mean, I don't want this to sound like a boo-hoo-hoo-y thing. Because it isn't a boo-hoo-hoo-y thing. I, I, I'm, I really am that used to it. I'm that used to it. I expect something bad to happen, always. Because um, it's just the nature of the beast. It's the nature of what we do. And it comes at us from so many different directions. It comes at us from chastening. It comes at us from fiery, fiery uh, trials Okay, that our Father brings us through to refine us. It comes at us through earthly happenstance. Not everything is demonic, by the way. All right. And then, of course, you got the demons that are constantly throwing fiery darts at you and goodness gracious, whatever else they can get away with. All right. And um, and then you got to contend with the demons that everybody else has that's around you and the portals and all the other crap, you know. And so the thing about it is when you look, yes, we have our, our Lord Jesus. Yes, we have our Heavenly Father. Yes, we have the promises of the Bible. But the problem is there's a lot more darkness stacked against us than there is goodness. But you're going to be like, well, Jesus won the battle already. Yeah, I know, but we haven't made it through that difficult path yet. 
So we're still having to fight our way through this mess, this quagmire, this 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 cesspool of ugly. And, um, you know, in the middle of really one of the darkest times I believe the Earth has ever seen. Now, granted, there were times when the Earth has had, you know, like during the um, middle, you know, the uh, bubonic plague and uh, deep in Europe and then, you know, the, the, all that stuff. You know, but, but it was very centralized. You know, it wasn't a worldwide thing. But, you know, but yes, no, when we're talking about the overtness of Satanism, the, you know, all the other things being thrown in our face, don't even get me going on the kids and all the things they're doing on that. I mean, I've known about a lot of that stuff, but it's gotten a lot worse. It's gotten a lot worse, and it's really overt. Overt means thrown in your face. And it it just, it's that the overtness of it all is the worst to me. To me. I don't want to see it. Okay. Period. I just don't want to see it. I've known about um, adrenal chrome since 2008. I've known all about the woodpecker crates at Nellis Air Force Base. Okay, uh, it, I'm not even going to get into it. I've known all the different techniques that the Illuminati trainers use to split souls and create uh, SRADID victims. I know that stuff, and it's horrible. And I didn't want to relive it, and now it's coming out and becoming table conversation over, you know, friends and family plans. So whatever, praise God. So we just got to keep on going, keep on keeping our heads down, keep on praying, you know, disconnect, disconnect. This may be the last Christmas that we have. I will be, and it won't be the first time, and will I be pretty not happy about it? That'll be putting it lightly. I think, I mean, I don't, you know, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. But I think there's something not quite right with somebody who's looking forward to next Christmas, if you know what we know. Because your priorities are dorked up. They're badly. <coughs> and I wouldn't want to be in your shoes. Because I don't think you're going to make the barley harvest in that case. If you are not hungering and thirsting and panting like a deer to be in the presence of Jesus every second of the day, every moment when you wake up praising his name, it, 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 then you're in trouble. You're going to experience some really, really bad stuff. CBDC, social credit scores, uh, loss of your vehicle, loss of your home, all kinds of horrible things. This is nothing to be played around with. This is serious, serious business. It is. That's why I focus so much time on the barley harvest. As a matter of fact, we're, uh, Matthew 18, 19, where two or more are gathered together on the earth, anything that they ask together our Father will give it to them. Praise Jesus. All right, we're just going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, please, please find, you know, um, the word that you use in the scripture is um, to count us all worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before you at the wedding supper, because we know that's the only way we would be standing before you. And we praise your holy name and thank you for hearing this prayer. We are going to believe that whatever trials and tribulations that you need to bring us through, whatever chastening and horrible things that we may have to go through in order to wake up because our heads are thick and we're not paying attention or reading the scripture the way we ought. <clears throat> Father, we pray that whatever is necessary to bring us to that place that you can count us worthy, allow it to happen. 
because nothing is more important to us than that. We love you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for everything that you have done. We praise you for this being a Christmas Eve, a Jesus-mas Eve. This is all about you, Lord. This is all about you. And Father, I just I I apologize on behalf of my fellow brothers and sisters. I know that there's got to be some degree of blessing and sadness in your heart as you watch people wake up this time of the year and then forget about you promptly within a few days. And I just wanted to say I'm sorry, Father, for the people that treat you that way. And I mean it. I really am. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And on that note, let's go ahead and do a couple of Christmassy kids jokes. Hallelujah. Can't get them all in or else half the show would be Christmas kids jokes. Mary Lee went nuts. Got so many of them. Anyway, praise God. What did Adam say the day before Christmas? What did Adam say the day before Christmas? It's Christmas, Eve. I know that doesn't work out really well because, you know, Jesus didn't die on the cross and all that stuff. But anyway, what do you think? All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Kids, what happens if you eat Christmas decorations? What happens if you eat them? You get tinselitis. Tinselitis, kids. Come on. That's not too bad, huh? Come on. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. What are you writing on the tablet, Spanky? What are you writing on that tablet? He's always up to no good. Why don't aliens celebrate Christmas? Because they don't want to give away their presents. Double entendre. Kids, come on. Right. What do you call an elf wearing earmuffs? Anything you want. They can't hear you. <laughs> right? Well, you know, those are some darn good. Those are, those are some Bose noise-canceling earmuffs. Okay, kids, why did the Christmas tree go to the barber? He needed to be trimmed. You know, all trees need to be trimmed, right, kids? You guys always like the Christmas jokes. Why does everyone love Frosty the Snowman? Because he's cool. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. What are you writing on that? Spanky! No, it's not a Cheech and Tong joke. Oh, for crying out. Oh, no. Hey, 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 hey. That's funny. That is funny. You guys got to laugh at Okay. There you go. Never my daughter when she was growing up. And she's at the appropriate age range. All I had to do was look at her with a real serious look on my face and go, minus one Christmas or one Christmas present for you. <laughs> one time uh, she was misbehaving. Uh, repetitively, and um, I said several times, minus one Christmas present for you. And she's like, no, no. 
minus one Christmas present for you. No, no. Well, anyway, I I walk out of the uh, front living room into the, you know, wherever, uh, and I heard, a, you know, something knocked over. And I walked into the living room where she was sitting. She's just a little girl with blonde hair, you know, about six years old or whatever. And and she's just, tears are rolling down her eyes. And I'm like, you just knocked over your iced tea. What are you getting so upset about? And I just wiped up the iced tea and got her another tea, and she's still bawling. And she's like, well, you've taken away so many Christmas presents of mine. I figured when I knocked over the iced tea, I'd be completely wiped out. <laughs> it's, uh... Oh, man. And then the car situation. What is the worst thing that can happen to you? You know, you're doing a Christmas trip, you're going up to see your family, don't get me going. I had to go up and see like 20 people, and you know how that is. It's worse than Christmas vacation. But anyway, um, without getting into all all the people nonsense, um, there was just a a plethora of things. I, I remember saying on the plane to my daughter, I said, man, that budget fast break better be working when we get there because, you know, you get tired. You know, it was a long, long day of preparation, long day of doing all kinds of things that needed to be done. I hadn't traveled in a while, yada, yada, and all this other stuff. And we finally got, you know, we got it all together, got it met up. <clears throat> and, um, you know, then you're on the plane for a couple of hours. You know, now the one good thing was the plane flight was running a little bit short, so we must have been right in the jet stream because normally it'll kick around three hours to Baltimore from Tampa, but we got up there around two hours, which is really interesting. So it was uh, definitely in, um, into a tailwind. But anyway, um, uh, you know, but you're still burned out. I mean, you've been at it all day long and getting on the plane and getting off the plane and all this other stuff. It, you know, it just takes a lot out of you. So anyway, um, sure enough, we get off, we ride the, uh, bus, uh, the bus, <laughs> the bus, I hate buses, but anyway, um, the bus over to the, um, rental car place, which is like five miles away. And, um, and, uh, I walk, you know, I walk in and I've got budget fast pass. Well, I'm supposed to be able to walk right past the line and go and pick my car up and just leave. No, they didn't have my name on the little budget, stupid, whatever thing. And then the guys tell me, hey, you're going to have to get back. You're going to have to get in line. <clears throat> anyway, long story short, I did not commit a felony. I kept my head together. An hour later, <clears throat> an hour later, we finally got into a vehicle. The guy behind the counter, who should have, by the way, after I talked to the operations manager at Avis, who owns Budget, he should have gotten me out the door. He should not have made me sit in the stand in the line. So that was all. It was all screwed up. And um, uh, the it, so I've got some special instructions next time, but I don't think I'm going to go up next year. I really don't think I'm going to go up next year. I, I, I've had all the fun I can take. I ate stromboli at every place it was worth eating stromboli at. Talked to everybody that I wanted to talk to. Nothing's changed. And the conversations are the same old stuff, blah, 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 blah. 
you know, I'm just kind of like the hassle, the cost, everything else. I just, I don't see myself doing it. Um, And I don't think we're going to be able to. I really don't think we're going to be able to. I think Tucker Carlson is right. I think Alex Jones is right. I think General Wesley Clark is right. I think Colonel Douglas McGregor is right. I think, you know, the list of many more who are saying that 2024 is going to be phenomenally bad, the financial institutions, all of them are. And that's the thing. The various experts that are saying that the thing, that 2024 is going to be exceedingly bad specialize in different areas, vertical sectors. Some of them specialize in the financial services market. Some of them specialize in, in the military market. You know, so you see what I'm saying? And they're all saying the same thing. Even though their specializations in the vertical sectors that they work or specialize in are unconnected necessarily. Now, anyway, so, so yeah, so we ended up having a stand in that line. It was like, oh, my gosh, there was no shrimp fork dull enough for me to poke out my eyeballs and rip out my spleen with the level of frustration that I was at standing in that line when I had paid for fast break and I should have been in the car driving north. <sighs> anyway. So... Then we finally get into the car. and Oh, and the guy's there. He goes, I will give you an upgrade. And I'm like going, oh, well, that's very kind. Thank you, sir. Because there was no point in being mean to the guy. The guy was just doing what he thought he had to do. So um, so anyway, uh, I was like, well, thank you, sir. And then when I got in out into the parking lot, you got to understand by this time I'm about ready to drop dead. It's dark. It's cold. It's wind is blowing. And, and, and we, we got given the number where the car was in. We walk over and it's, you know, and it's dark in the garage. You can barely see. And I'm like, I'm looking at the car and I'm going, this is an upgrade. See, to me, an upgrade is a Lincoln Town car. It's a Lincoln Continental. That's an upgrade. As a matter of fact, I'll even take a Camry as an upgrade. I, you know, I'm not that picky, all right? But he, he put us in a Subaru for crying out loud. I'm sorry. There is no planet that a Subaru is an upgrade. Ugh. But to make things even more interesting, not, they. It, it, this thing is like some kind of space-age intergalactic spaceship of some type. Okay, so we get inside this vehicle, and we don't know how to operate anything. And there's, like, buttons and consoles because all the car manufacturers are copycatting Elon Musk. So if you've ever been inside of a uh, Tesla, it's all computer screen. There's no dashboard at all. None. The whole dagnabbit car runs off this big computer screen, touchscreen. Well, they're all getting more and more like that. Now, this one did have a dashboard, which I like. Um, but, oh, gosh, the things that this thing did to annoy you were enough to – okay, so get this. They call it a feature, and I think this is right from Klaus Schwab. I got a list of beefs against Klaus Schwab that is so big it could fill Encyclopedia Britannica three times, and there are not enough – BBs in my BB gun to shoot him in the head for every one of them that I have on that list. But anyway, um, to save gas, to save energy, <clears throat> this thing turns itself off at every intersection. 
and it's not an electronic vehicle. It's a gasoline vehicle. It literally shuts the engine off in the middle of the intersection. So you're positive that the vehicle has stalled. But then when you take your foot off the gas, it says, oh, he's about to go. So then it starts the car back up. This is the most obnoxious, ridiculous, oh, my gosh, jack and ape stupid thing that anybody could put into an automobile and think that it means any uh, ill of difference. It means nothing, nothing. All that means is that when your car gets a little bit older and it doesn't start as easily, you're going to be stuck in the middle of intersections waiting for that thing. So, so then I find out later from somebody else that you can – there's a button. There's always a button, they say. There's always a button, you see, and you can turn it off. Well, after much to do because this thing has like 7,000 layers of menus on it, and I'm uh, – you know – Eventually, we did figure it out, but then it turns itself back on again. Then, it, then you turn it off, then you turn, it turns itself back on, then you turn it on, then it turns itself back on, and you turn it off and it turns itself back on. It's enough to drive you up absolutely completely crazy. And then um, uh, the, the, the little remote control that you get, you know, in your hand, the little fob. Okay, it, so it has a lock all the doors at the tippity top, and then it has a Subaru logo in the middle, and then at the bottom it has a thing that, you know, looks like unlock, and it has a picture of the hatch opening up on the back. Now, any normal thinking person would look at that fob and say the, that the one on the top is for locking and the one on the bottom is for unlocking, because what else would you need one for? You would just hold the bottom one a little bit longer to cause the hatch to go up or down. Oh, no. So the whole time we're there, we cannot get the doggone car to open up properly. We had to fiddle-faddle, fiddle-faddle, push buttons, this, that, and the other thing. It would never open up the side panel doors. And we were like, well, it must be some kind of a child safety lock. So we're all, like, hunting around and crawling around in the middle of the freezing cold, trying to find this, you know, obscure button in order to be able to, you know, let people into the car normally. You know when I found out you know when I found out what button was supposed to be pushed? When we returned the car at the end of the trip. Yeah. Somehow I mistakenly pressed the Subaru logo and all the doors opened. Isn't that wonderful? So the whole time we're like, oh, I hate this car, I hate this car and we don't even find out until we're until we're giving it back. And then my daughter tried to kill me with the thing. She was, like, dorking around with the uh, computer console, and she's like, oh, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And she's trying to cook up her iPhone because she's got to play Christmas music, you see. It's got to be, have a holly jolly Christmas. I mean, if that ain't playing in the background, man, it ain't Christmas time for her. So she's dorking around, pressing all these buttons, trying to get her Bluetooth to connect with her iPhone. In the meantime, she doesn't really know that she's not pressing on the buttons that she thinks she's pressing on. She's turned my seat heater up to like 9,000 degrees centigrade, okay? And I am now literally driving down the freeway with my butt in the air going, ow, 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 turn it down, turn it down. What did you do? And I can't take my eyes off the freeway. Where I'm going to crack. There's cars everywhere going because I'm not a fast driver, so they're always blowing past me, and I'm gridlocked in. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing to my seat, but my seat is on fire. And she's like, I like seats that are that heat up. And I'm like, turn mine down. 
And then and then she t- starts dorking around and has got the, my side of the car turned up to like, you know, some insane like 89 degrees. And I'm like, turn it down. And I had to roll down my window to let the 30 degree weather come into the car in order to be able to breathe. And so I finally was able to get her to knock off dorking around with the uh, center console enough that I could actually drive the car and get us back up there. But anyway, uh, and then when we got back, um, the uh, um, when we land, I have a text message from her husband, and, it, and you know, have Kristen call me, blah blah blah, that kind of thing. And turns out that her car, which she left for him to drive, because it was a newer one, <coughs> excuse me, um, that her car was dead. So she lands in Tampa. She's got to make a meeting in Orlando the next day, which is a 90-minute drive. And her husband's going, the car's dead. And she's I, – I will say this. She maintained her composure pretty well under the circumstances. I told her, I said, if I was you, I'd just call uh, Enterprise and have them come over and pick me up in the morning time. And and no, her husband was insisting that she go over and pick up a rental car while she's at the airport. And I said, Kristen, you do realize it's 10.30 p.m. on, you know, on a Christmas holiday weekend, and you have no reservation, and you're just going to walk in, and they're going to give you a car. That is if there's anybody behind the counter at all. And um, and she, her husband hammered on her, and she said she was going. That's how she was going to do it. And I said, "All right, well, best of luck to you." And I gave her a hug, and that was that. She probably gave me this bug. Who knows? <clears throat> Although she doesn't have one, so maybe it was somebody else. Who knows? Hey, got that stuff floating around all over the place. Um, but it's not any. It's no COVID nonsense. It's, it's just the. Uh, it's just a typical. What do they call it? Uh, NyQuil calls it severe flu and cold. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So anyway, that's a little bit. We did get the uh, Stromboli at your place, but we had to drive over to Lancaster, which was so much further away from my sister's house than I remember. My gosh, the traffic was unbelievable. But we had a good time while we were there, and then Stromboli was just as amazing as ever. Uh, and we did get to go to JoJo's on the last day and have their, uh, what they call their JoJo's uh, special Stromboli, which is incredibly awesome, just made differently. Um, and, uh, um, you know, we, 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 we pulled everything off. So everything went well, um, except for, you know, my daughter trying to set me on fire. No, a few other problems as well. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let's go ahead and look at a couple of relevant prophecies. And I say relevant because there's prophecies always flying around there saying, we're going to get raptured tomorrow. We're going to get, you know, I'm like, whatever. I don't, I, believe me, my, my sensitivities let me know right away when it's something I should not bother to listen to. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let's go ahead and listen uh, to these two that are directly relevant to the days that we're in, you know, imminently right now. All right? Praise God. Praise Jesus. Let me go ahead and 
roll in on this bad boy. All right, here we go. So this one is entitled Hanging by a Thread. This is from uh, Just Praise Him, Praise God. And it says, my children, the peace in your world, and then she said, I think he means America, but it might be everywhere. The latter is correct, by the way, is very fragile. Mm -hmm. It is hanging, as you say, by a thread. There is an event coming soon that will cause that thread to break, and chaos will ensue. You have seen chaos before, but not chaos like this. I tell you that you may prepare your houses. Make provisions now for the time that I tell you of. In other words, go buy some rice and stuff, you know, something to hang out with for a little while. goes on, when this chaos ensues, violence will break out in the cities. We've talked about this quadrillion times on this program. What does it say? It's Our Heavenly Father says, stay in your houses and pray. Now, for those who are this program and have listened to it for, well, let's just pretend you went all the way back to 2011 when it started, you would note that I have been telling people this for more than a decade, that when the chaos ensues and the violence breaks out, we have no business getting involved in any of it, and our job is to be in our houses, on our knees, and praying. And this is our Heavenly Father speaking prophetically and saying the exact thing. Pray for my mighty protection on yourself and your loved ones. Stay in your houses and continue praying. You can do nothing to stop the violence. Leave the punishment of those bringing the destruction to me, for I shall avenge all of my children. Did you hear that? If they continue to obey me when uh, it is happening and do not attempt to avenge themselves, did you hear that? Remember, vengeance is mine. I will repay. I desire that you would remain at peace and pray without ceasing during this time of unrest. Call on me, and I shall protect you. I shall cover you with my feathers, and under the my, and my mighty wings you may trust. Only believe. Now then, what did this say? No guns. No knives. No stun guns. No pepper spray. You're on your knees praying. No earthly weapons. I have been saying this for a very, very long time. I've dedicated entire shows to it. And here's a, and by the way, <coughs> the person that prophesied this has, has a um, – I'm not going to get into it. I could be held accountable for saying something that's not considered positive. All right, so I'm not going to get into it. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It, let's just say it flows contrary to some of the beliefs of the person who spoke it. All right, and we'll just leave it at that. Importance of praying for the lost souls. A few minutes. Folks, this is another bingo. This is another thing that I've been talking about on all the prayer vigils, almost every single one, um, and other times as well, too. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. A few minutes is the title of it. I have pleaded with my children to spend a few minutes out of their busy day praying for lost souls for me. 
Most have ignored my pleas, my children. The repercussions of ignoring my pleas for intercession are more far-reaching than you may believe. Every prayer for a lost soul plants a seed. Those seeds yield a harvest of salvation amongst those you have prayed for me to save. Are you still too busy to intercede for me? What do we do on the prayer vigil? What have we been doing for hundreds and hundreds of shows? There you go. And now the words are coming out right from the throne room. Um, Day late, dollar short? No, I don't think so. I think enough people will wake up. I don't know how much longer we're going to be here. We could we could make it through 2024, heaven forbid, and all heck break loose in 2025, but I think it's going to break loose in 2024. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. First, the oh, wait, news stingers. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. God. So uh, I'm going to get some of the Jesus see things uh, out first. Uh, I think we will see. See, the thing is, a lot of people got all worked up about these things, but I didn't. And maybe I'm naughty and I should have got more worked up. But if it's Christmas time and people get Jesus-y during Christmas time, it doesn't work for me. Okay, this is a 24 by 7, 365 relationship. It is continuous. It is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. This is all year round, all day long, continuous confession of your sin as it's happening. You hit your finger with a hammer and you drop an F-bomb. You are confessing, Father, I said the F-bomb, and I've been praying so hard not to ever use that word again. I am so sorry. Please forgive me, Father. Help me. You know, Colossians 3.3 says, and the filthy language out of your mouth. That's supposed to be talking that way. But, you know, stuff slips. And you got to fix it. You know, and that has to do with every aspect of our life, every behavior that we be. You know, it says in the book of James, if anyone knows to do good and does not do it to him or her, it is a sin. That's a very tall, very tall bar. All right, praise God. So we're in a continuous state of confession, and we're in a continuous state state of uh, repentance, which means stopping our behavior, making adjustments to our behavior, and making it holy and righteous. Times Square, all the billboards were set off. A cyber attack, they say? End of the world? No. For the first time ever, a breathtaking message of Jesus' birth and love is displayed for Christians. Remarkable to see the unexpected joy in people's faces. Awesome. I do think that that is a very cool thing. Um, Surprised, though, given how um, sick and twisted the world has become, because anybody with money, you know, whoever, it could be, you know, the, the National Baptist Convention or whatever, if they have enough money, you know, you can get whatever you want to put up in Times Square. So, tis the season, right? 
And the world is really dorked up and dark. So, of course, naturally, we're going to see more of that stuff as the darkness rises. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. And then, of course, you have this. You have uh, this uh, flash mob basically singing a Christmas carol out loud together inside of a um, Walmart. And, you know, of course, folks really got worked up about that. But, you know, I I just it makes I'm happy that they're doing it. I'm sad they're not doing it every day. That's the problem. Here they are. All right, so you get it. See, to me is, you know, how about let's see that in April? How about January 15th? All right, praise God. Um, You know, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm just saying, coming alive at Christmas time does nothing for the throne room of God. I'm sorry. It doesn't. They want our Father and our Lord Jesus, they want you all in, all in, all all in, all the time, all year round. It's, it's the, you know. All right. So anyway, but, you know, it's all right. People will be people. The churches will fill up on Christmas and Christmas Eve. It's the way it always has been. And so even though it's nice in such a cesspool, disgusting, obscene world to see people doing this. It's wonderful. Um, on the flip side of that coin, it is um, also associated with the season. So it kind of diminishes the significance of it. All right. Now, um, wrestling legend Hulk Hogan. Now, this is kind of cool. Wrestling legend Hulk Hogan, who lives about an hour and a half from me, not even an hour and a half, really about an hour, um, <clears throat> gets baptized at the age of 70. So evidently he got hooked up with Baptist Church uh, in the, uh, uh, you know, uh, St. Pete Beach area, and um, and he went ahead and got uh, baptized. So I'm like, that's cool. All right. So anyway, I'm happy about that because that is it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's not typical. When I see not typical stuff happening for Jesus, I love it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Now, here is an interesting video snippet of a um, co-host of Alex Jones. Um, it's, It's actually stitched together with an editor. And, um, and uh, this uh, particular – oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Jiminy Crickets. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Um, hold on. Let me see. It. Hold on. I got to go back to the main thing here and see if I can – conspiracy. Ah, yes. There it is. That have come true. Ah, because my little link disappeared for some reason off of the screen over here. So it's, I wonder why that happened. Okay. All right, here we go. It's kind of cool. And it's only got like, what, a tenth? Uh, 
have turned out to be true. Which one? The Trump-Russia witch hunt, Jeffrey Epstein, JFK assassination, the misuse of the Patriot Act, uh, the Iraq war, the weapons of mass destruction, the war in Ukraine, the bombing of the Nord Stream pipeline, the open border migration caravans, the climate change scam, chemtrails, and HARP, and 9-11 being an inside job, and the Internet of Things surveillance grid, and PFAs, and chemicals in the water turning everyone gay, and the 2020 election being stolen, and January 6th being filled with undercover feds, and Bilderberg, and Bohemian Grove, and global government, not to mention gain-of-function research, and the threat of China, and collapsing birth rates and defund the police and George Soros and mail-in ballots and big tech censorship and disinformation agencies and Obama's birth certificate and, and probably some others I can't think of. I mean, so a few of them. I guess a couple of them have been true. Some of these conspiracy theories uh, have turned out to be true. Which one? The Trump-Russia witch hunt, Jeffrey Epstein, JFK assassination. You know, they, there's so many they don't have. Uh, anyway, but still a very good narrative. Praise God. All right. Now, the world is about to change top headlines. Praise Jesus. Let's go ahead and go through these. Um, okay, so now I I want to go on the record as saying that I don't necessarily agree with every single thing as being quite as black and white as this bullet-pointed list is implying, but I'll read it anyways. It's good. The J6 narrative is collapsing. COVID narrative is collapsing. Fiat system is collapsing. Joe Biden, Joe Biden is collapsing politically and from the stairs. Japan starts selling digital securities on Christmas Day. Iraq to stop using the United States dollar officially on January 1st. 26 candidates and elected officials from 11 states signed a pledge stating that they agree with 17,000 doctors supporting the removal of mRNA COVID vaccines from the market. Vladimir Zelensky to surrender through a peace deal. Did you know about that? The Israeli government has received multiple requests from Epstein client list lawyer to help stop the release of the names that uh, of, of those involved. Netflix co-Kamalan, one of the most popular shows for babies and toddlers, has two gay men encouraging a toddler to become a transgender. IKEA said that the chain is expecting a shortage of goods due to the cessation of shipping at sea following Yemen's attack on Western ships. Alternative routes will, uh, will be longer and much more expensive. Prices will rise. The Armed Forces of the Ukraine, AFU, does not know where to recruit 500,000 people under the state mobilization plan, said Ukrainian troop Major General Dmitry Marchenko, according to Deutsche Welle. <clears throat> Chinese media reports that a new coronavirus variant called JN1 is spreading rapidly around the world and has been discovered in 12 countries. The election is coming up fast, of course. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene is calling for an all-paper ballots, voter IDs, the same day voting only, and all votes counted in a single election day. Researchers from the University of Chicago have demonstrated that uh, AI that uh, can predict crimes a week in advance at an accuracy rate of 90 percent. 
All I got to say is you better watch out there, West Coast Walter. They're watching you. And you too, Chamel. You're being watched too. All of you are. All right. Um, Senator John Fetterman, who is not Senator John Fetterman. It's a stand-in. You don't go from a guy who can barely speak a sentence to some eloquent, well-spoken guy who, by the way, is always wearing long sleeves because you know why? He doesn't have the tattoos. He's a fake, just like the other fake that was even a worse fake. All right, Senator John Fetterman calls for free school lunches uh, for every public – who cares? Because he's fake. Um, The At-Hodge twins have announced that they are supporting Vivek Ramaswamy, who's, you know, was had his education paid for by none other than Klaus Schwab. So, I mean, if you know – If you want to go there, might as well just go ahead and pull out an airsoft BB pistol and put it up in your temple. It won't kill you, but it'll hurt like heck. Uh, For president, because they will consider him the best candidate that that he can win over independent and Democratic voters. Democrats have now failed in at least six states to keep former President Trump off the 2024 ballot. Florida, Chicago, Michigan, Minnesota, um, Arizona, and West Virginia. Excuse me. Respected law professor Stephen Calabrese has corrected himself and claims former President Trump is not covered by the disqualification clause of the 14th Amendment and is eligible to be on the ballot of the 2024 presidential election per the Wall Street Journal. In the same month that Disney pulled all advertising from X, a Disney worker has been charged with 32 counts of child porn in Brooksville, Florida. Tim Burchett says that some of his GOP colleagues are compromised and being leveraged by blackmail, and that is why members of Congress vote for crazy stuff. New York man has been indicted on 140 counts, uh, uh, accused of allegedly arranging massive voting fraud plot during the 2022 Democratic primary election. Representative Clay Higgins has introduced a bill that would mandate that any state blocking uh, the official nominee of the major political party of the presidential ballot would not have their electoral slate counted by the Congress on January 6th following the election. Whoa. Nineteen states have filed a brief at the United States Supreme Court to halt Jack Smith's move to, the circum- to circumvent the appeals process in his prosecution of President Trump. Joe Biden's press secretary, uh, Michael LaRosa, was forced out of the White House after he tried to take a gay date, gay dates to his room to secure the floor of the hotel where uh, president was staying during a NATO summit in Madrid or a while. Um, Texas family uh, wakes at 3 a.m. to find a drunk driver passed out in a bedroom and mangled a, a BMW in the front yard with a dead female passenger inside. George Soros, 93, takes a dip in Barbados with the help of four men and entourage just moments, months after the billionaire hedge fund manager and philanthropist uh, handed reins of his $25 billion empire to his son, Alex. Oh, boy. Biden ends the year with the worst approval rating of any modern president. He enters the election year with lower popularity than Jim Carter and faces an enormous mountain to climb. No, you mean a, a big wheel to battle. 
gosh. Um, Iran Revolutionary Guard claimed that he can shut down the Strait of Gibraltar uh, and access to the Mediterranean Sea. Oh, boy, that's going to get ugly. Uh, wait till you hear the rest of the news. New York Governor Hochul faces uh, criticism after establishing taxpayer-funded commission to examine re- uh, reparations and advanced equity and uh, racial justice by paying descendants of slaves. The primaries are committed up, are coming up. AI gives birth to AI, scientists say. Machine intelligence is now capable of replicating without humans. Yes, this is the end, it says. Global Gold Monetary Fund launches next month on January 20th of 2024 with a back to currency in the Philippines. Man, this just keeps on going on and on and blah, 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 blah. Thousands of tractors blocking the roads in Stuttgart, Germany. No surprises. Pornhub admitting making lots of money off of people. No surprises. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just looking over the rest of skimming the rest of these. I'm going like, nah. Not interesting, not interesting, not interesting. I'm sparing you all the the blah, blah. I gave you the good ones. Thankfully, they put them in order of interest. <clears throat> now, I had mentioned... I had mentioned earlier that newbies, newbies, um, when they wake up to stuff, kind of go crazy. And then they go down into rabbit holes and they realize that Satan is everywhere. And when that happens, they can get lost. The rabbit hole is so deep. I mean, there are still people putting out videos of hidden owls and alien heads on $1 bills because they haven't found them all. So, uh, you know, it's just it's been like this for the 13 years that I've been focusing on it. And the more that wake up, the more people get freaked out. So this guy, I don't know if he uses any bad words or not, because quite frankly, I don't remember if he does or not. But it's two minutes and 32 seconds long, I think. And he's chattering about the discoveries of the satanic rabbit hole that he found in the Leave the World Behind uh, Obama Antichrist movie, all right, with the cyber attack, all right? Let's listen to this guy rattle on. It just gives you an idea of what we're up against, and it's it's okay, you know? Oh, my God. I behind rabbit hole, and I do not have time for this today. The first time I watched this movie, I didn't notice none of this shit. I could not get past the political bullshit, the political symbolism. Never once did I notice the religious symbolism, the demonic symbolism, the shittery of it all, the upside-down flag, the upside-down cross, the 666 in the bedroom, the coffee cup, the clock, the other clock, the blue everywhere. The walls were blue. The pictures were blue. Their cars were blue. The tablets were blue. Clearly political blue. Everything about red pointing to indoctrination, danger. I see people talking about the association between rose and thorn, or Jesus' thorn. Then I started noticing the eyeball painting. And I thought, hey, what if they're referencing thrones? The third hierarchy of angels. I know, this sounds crazy. Because the eyeball paintings are everywhere. And then I thought people were just crazy with the 666. That's just a coincidence. And then there's the six windows, the six lawn chairs, the six windows in this window. Why do y'all do this to me? And then the four tall white peaks. Could this be the four horsemen? Because as it progresses, the painting becomes recognizable. Famine, death, pestilence, all the shittery. And then there was the QR code on the map. And it's in Kentucky. How did I not see that? And it references this abandoned park. What? And then the Obey NASA. How did I not see this? 
NASA is the root word in Hebrew for to deceive, to lead astray. Can this all be a coincidence? The flamingos in blue represent balance. Blue is balance. Is this symbolism for the Democratic Party? I don't know. I'm going crazy. Flamingos don't migrate, so it wouldn't be the theory that they're coming from up south. The strange noises is about chemical warfare or the seals breaking. I will never know. The crazy deer is trying to kill everybody. Or they're trying to warn everybody, such as nature does. And the reference to the demon ball perfectly lined up in the name. Is it possible this is just a coincidence that he is involved with sacrifice? Weather, storms, like this painting that keeps changing on this fucking wall. Also depicted like this. And this, that has an eerie reference to this, which looks unprecedentedly like a throne. Not to mention the Illuminati references. How did I miss all this? Not to mention, if you flip upside down the Obey t-shirt, it looks eerily similar to this. What is going on in this movie? Between the reference of the White Lion ship, 1619, the slave ship, 21 and odd, and it being the exact channel that was on that dude's radio, 1619. I cannot believe this shittery is a coincidence now. What else have I missed? What have you seen that I didn't see? Because I'm going down this rabbit hole. Not today, because I have to wrap Christmas gifts. But are people just seeing what they want to see? Or is there something to this? I have not had enough coffee. Toodaloo, go with the Lord. Happy holidays, because clearly it's going to be the last one. <laughs> Well, I think he got the last part right, and he definitely is not familiar with... It's amazing how many Christians are not familiar with Colossians Street 3, but that's all right. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, it's amazing how many Christians don't know their Bible at all. It's amazing how many pastors don't know their Bible at all. Unbelievable. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. So anyway, next one up, Tucker. We are in for some true domestic chaos. Let's listen to his commentary regarding what he sees as happening next year and then some probably. All right, here we go. I think that we're in for a period of true domestic chaos. Yeah, this is not good. No, because... Yeah, whatever. I don't want to get luxury about it, but, you know, we had a, a massive economic crisis in October of 1929 that lasted for more than 10 years. And the country, you know, went through volatility, but it hung together because the population had a lot in common with one another. Right. And so you could have, you know, the biggest domestic mobilization in history, the Civilian Conservation Corps, led by General Douglas MacArthur, by the That's way. Right. Everyone forgets that. And, and the country did fine and was able to participate in World War II effectively, et cetera, et cetera. They didn't win World War II, but they, they fought valiantly, and like the country held together. And then we had a boom period for 20 years. That would not be the story if we had another depression, because you've had tens of millions of people come here, not because they love America or believe in our founding documents. They don't know what they are. And they have all been told to hate white people. No, they came here because they want to make more money. Well, if that promise dries up and they're here, like, what does that look like? Well, you have true social disunity. And you have actual poverty and you have a government that can't kind of print its way out of it because your debt service is like bigger than your defense budget. Like what, it, what happens is, and I'm, by the way, I'm, I'm not a super high IQ person. I'm hardly a genius. I'm just sort of like an observer. And this is obvious to me. So where are the central planners on this? This has never occurred to them. Like we're not supposed to notice these things. No, but like what, yeah. let's, let's say markets collapse tomorrow, which is entirely possible. Of course, it doesn't happen. But if it does, and all of a sudden the government's like, we can't make good on all these payments that we promised, including to the tens of millions of migrants, all of whom are on welfare, right. every single one of them. And then what happens? I'm serious. What happens? Do you think, do you think. And they have under, no credibility. No do one you think under them. those conditions, and we, we, just see, we just saw there's a new movie coming out, and it's all about civil war. 
Civil War. I don't really think it's a question. The two things that I no longer have any questions about are Civil War. I never really did have one on that one. And then the other thing was the the um, removal of Donald Trump. Anyway. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And, and of course, you know, Obama being the Antichrist. Hallelujah. Yep. There for a while, and I was under the blankets last night, shivering. I was thinking, man, what if I do have some, some kind of strange version of COVID or something? And I die tonight. And I was like, I, I was like doing a review of my life, going, did I do all right, Lord? Did I do all right? I know I screwed up a lot. Uh, you know, I was like kind of assessing everything and thinking, you know, as I was as I was shivering, my teeth were chattering like that Christmas tree scene with um, uh, in uh, in uh, uh, um, Christmas Vacation with uh, what's her name? <laughs> the lower half of her body is 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 frozen solid. You know, her eyeballs are frozen, Clark. Anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. IDF carries out wide-scale wave of strikes on Hezbollah sites in Lebanon. Now, here's your test for the night. Have you been paying attention over the last couple of shows? Why is the IDF carrying out wide-scale waves of strikes? against Hezbollah in Lebanon. Why? Why is that a big deal? I'm waiting. I'm waiting for an answer. Uh, I'll check my email, see if anybody answers me. Hmm. No, don't see nobody. The reason is Iran said if Israel attacks Lebanon, they are going to get involved. And that's exactly what they want. Oh, I mean, you know, the Satanic Forces, the Global Satanic Crime Syndicate. Who would have ever thought that a Global Satanic Crime Syndicate could be more evil than the mullahs of Iran? But they are. Anyway, next one up. Fever and bleeding eyes, a disease spread by rodents, is causing vomiting and bleeding from the eyes called mouse fever, is tearing through the Russian troops fighting in the Ukraine, according to the Ukraine intelligence. Well, right away, it's coming from the Ukrainian intelligence, which you can trust about as far as you can throw a six-story building. So I don't know if I believe any of this baloney, but that's what they're saying. It's a mouse fever. Uh, I guess the only thing missing from this is that they crawl around and uh, they, they, they take uh, charcoal and they put little whiskers on their face and they go, whatever. I don't know. What do you think, kids? Kim.com on Twitter, he says, make this Christmas the best you'll ever have. It may be your last. Well, isn't that just a bag over the head punch in the face that I had to get sick for the first time in more than a year on the one day that I was going to cook a big beef roast and some really awesome mashed 
um, double stuffed mashed, mashed potatoes with cheese and chives and red bell peppers and all kinds of good stuff. <sighs> there I was, shivering underneath the blankets, trying not to wake up my dogs. Because, of course, this is the first sign of life my dogs see, it doesn't matter if it's 3 o'clock in the morning or whatever. If they see the first sign of life, they're like, oh, oh, well, it must be time for us to go down and get our meat meat. And, you know, because I give them a can of pedigree choice chunks every morning. I, I've got to work with them a little bit more. They're really having a hard time telling what time it is. I, I, I thought I had that whiffed, but oh well, I guess not. Make this Christmas the best. It may be your last, says Kim.com. There's a lot of people saying that, by the way. Not just me. Next one up. U.S. is imposing immorality obscenities. The United States is imposing immorality obscenities and indecencies. Excuse me. Um, And let's see what this says. The guy's making the report. Well, of course, the Senate is a place where U.S. foreign policy decisions are made, including those regarding sanctions. Some of those latest U.S. measures were imposed against Uganda over the East African country's anti-LGBT legislation. But we spoke with a Ugandan pro-family and anti-HIV activist, Martin Semper. A while ago, he caused a bit of controversy with his uh, questioning of an LGBT rights advocate. We'll show you that a bit later in the program. But now he tells us how Uganda sees the current situation within the U.S. Senate. Now, Uganda, having come up with the Anti-Homosexuality Act 20... Okay, so basically, correctly so, he's he's very not happy because they're trying to shove homosexuality down Uganda's entire country throat. And uh, he's like, okay, no, it's never going to happen. And then they cut him off from the World Bank. It's fascinating that anybody could even question whether or who... Mystery Babylon is who Babylon the Great is. It's so obvious. I mean, it just says right here in, in chapter 17 of, of uh, Revelation. Um, you know, it's right there. Um, uh, you know, I, I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus, and I saw her and I marveled with great amazement. He says, so he carried me away in the spirit of the wilderness. I saw a woman sitting a scarlet beast, which was full of blasphemy and having seven heads and ten horns and the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls and having uh, in her hand a golden cup of uh, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication and I'm like hello United States of America but no you know what don't take my word for it for crying out loud let's listen to the president of Uganda 23 again we're under tremendous pressure because they have instructed the World Bank to deny us financial services. They have been that Africa Growth Opportunity Act not to do business with Uganda because Uganda's come up with a law to stop the promotion of homosexuality. And this is very sad because we're wanting to do business. We want to do trade. We don't want homosexuality. And uh, we want to sell our coffee. We want to sell our co- copper and our cotton. Anyway, anybody who's got any doubt, you've been reading the wrong books. 
Oh, well, anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Trump taking off the Colorado ballot. Okay, so this is uh, kind of old news to any of us who've been paying attention to the things that are going on out there. I could play the Jesse Waters snippet about that, but I'm not going to go there. Right now, basically, let's kind of shoot forward in time a little bit. So basically, yes, they did take Trump off the Colorado ballot. There were four justices in a very, 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 very corrupt uh, Supreme Court in Colorado. No doubt, with all kinds of horrific photographs of them having sex with very small children at Epstein Island. So, um, but it spread to, oh, I don't know, maybe a half a dozen other states, but the latest word is that it's all been shot down. Now, whether or not that's going to get flipped upside down again or not, or the battle's going to rage on, none of us know. I don't know, and so I apologize, because I know that the pundits have said that the Supreme Court will knock it down immediately, which I have no doubt. Um, But I'm not sure that they have voted on it quite yet. However, there are indications that there will be not only the Supreme Court, but other uh, federal courts that will knock it down as well. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. There was also a massive explosion at the Con Edison plant in the New York City. Now, why do I bring this up? Could this be something that just happens because they were doing planned maintenance? Absolutely. However, We are living in a time right now, first and foremost, just, you know, think back to when literally every week we had four, five, six, seven uh, reports come in about food plants that were being set on fire, chicken plants where they, chickens lay eggs and all that went up to like $7 for, uh, you know, 12 crummy eggs, nothing fancy. Um, You know, it was absolutely. Um, you know, meat was going through the roof. Now, it is through the roof, and it stays through the roof. It never goes all the way back down. All right. However, um, now what we're seeing is uh, reports coming in by an uncountable number of claims. I use that word intentionally, and I lean on it intentionally. Claims that China is cybersecurity attacking the United States like crazy. Most of the time, those are false claims. And the actual attacks are coming out of Langley. What? But if you understand cybersecurity and how an attacker attacks and what they call TDPs, uh, te- 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 techniques, uh, tactics, and procedures – and, and how they do things and how they hop from one box to another box to another box to another box to another box and operate through VPNs and things like that so that you can't figure out who they are. And then, of course, it's really easy to false flag it because all you do is you put a little bit of code into the, uh, you know, into the mal- malware that's going to be detonated. And, um, and uh, it, it, you make it Russian-esque. And then everybody goes, oh, look, it's obviously Russian, or it's obviously Chinese, or it's obviously this, or whatever. And it's it's just classic false flag stuff. But it is especially important right now to be I, – I personally am paying very close attention to any time that the critical infrastructure is being hit. It can, it can manifest itself in the form of an explosion, a fire – Think about what happened to the Ford Al facility during the uh, you know Olympic Games, which is what it was actually called. It wasn't called Stuxnet. It's called Olympic Games. That was the real name of it. They blew up those centrifuges. 
So when there's damage at water facilities, damage at power facilities, explosions, fires, things like that, poisoned water, you name it, this is important. When it happens in concert, in other words, it's not just one off-the-cuff location in the middle of wherever, but that's bad. I mean, of course, at that point, things are going to go down, and it's going to be pretty – it's probably the precursor series of events that are going to happen before all the lights go out. But, you know, kind of like the Obama film. But anyway, I'm watching these things very closely right now for lots and lots of reasons. Are they planning? Are they testing? Or are these just random issues, failing valves and things like that? I don't know. But we certainly have an abundance of claims out there and very difficult to tell who's telling the truth, as usual. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Excuse me. Economist claims 2024 will bring biggest crash of our lifetime in the United States. Now, please. You heard Tucker Carlson make his comment about how rough he thought. Now, I've every day I see at least one commentary from Colonel Douglas McGregor. And he's usually focused on the military side of things. We have a multi-front war open right now. The Yemen thing is falling through for the United States. We're going to get to that in a second or two. But Spain, France, and Italy pulled out. And this is so devastating to the, quote, coalition that the United States does not believe they have enough firepower and enough uh, equipment over there to stop the Houthis, which means the mission of keeping the, the, uh, the uh, commercial channels open in the water, which is supposedly the primary mission of the United States Navy as, you know, in the 21st century and, and even, you know, uh, the end of the 20th century. The, um, the point is it, it, they can't do it. Against the Houthis, for crying out loud. The Houthis. If you were to compare the military might of the Houthis to the military might of Iran, particularly with them being in bed with Russia, it would be like comparing one of those little sugar ants to an elephant. Hopefully you're getting the vision here. And we can't even stand up to the Houthis, who basically (laughs) attack gigantic ships with motorboats and missiles that they get a hold of somewhere. Anyway, uh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Partial Epstein client list in January 2024. Well, guess what? Pretty much all of the uh, Epstein client list, with the exception of, I believe they said three people, which everybody believes is the Clintons and one other individual, probably Obama. So if my guess is right. They said three people were left off the list. It would be Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and Obama. That's my guess. Although I think I saw his name on there. I don't know. I mean, when you have when, when everybody in Congress – see, here's the thing. It loses its bang. It loses its impact when everybody's guilty of it, which shouldn't be, but it is. It's true. The bigger the list, the quicker everybody forgets. It's sad, but it's true. 
If it was four people, they'd be like, hang them. That's a Nuremberg too. Get rid of them now. But it's one of those hundreds. It's like everybody looks at the list and goes, oh, boy. You know. And, oh, well, whatever. All right, next one up. Major Houthi Yemen war brewing. According to, to multiple United States officials, preparations are now underway for the military operation against the Houthi terrorist group in Yemen by the United States and other countries involved in the Operation Prosperity Guardian in the Red Sea, in the Gulf of Aden, where a gigantic portal is located in the Gulf of Aden. I've actually seen footage. Um, now, I didn't see the big, giant, 26-mile-wide uh, motherships coming out of the portal like was reported by the locals. But, um, yeah, uh, that used to be a really big deal back in, like, 2011. Um, if uh, if Elena was here, she'd be like, oh, yeah, the government, yeah. she's probably seen the whole deal. Anyway, uh, inside paper reports, maritime agencies report explosions off the Yemen coast. So there's a lot of activity. As a matter of fact, pretty much everybody but China has been told they can't go into, you know, the, the Yemen is coming after you. And they do. They do. They blow the ships up. They do all kinds of stuff. It's a real problem. All right. And then another person reports... Hope you have your gas tanks filled, this person says. All six major oil transporting companies have suspended their work in the Red Sea due to the continuous Houthi attacks um, uh, and hijackings. And, you know, yeah, these are humongous Maersk airline or Maersk uh, liners. And, uh, you know, they're, they're blowing them the heck. It's bad. Real bad. All right. Uh, another headline. Uh, uh, Yemen people join the Houthis for Israel. So again, they have marches, protests, uh, military personnel by the thousands marching up and down, and they're like, you know, we we wage war against the United States, you know, and, and now Operation Prosperity Guardian collapses. France, Spain, and Italy pull out, and only and and it will only work if NATO gets involved. Operation Prosperity Guardian in the Red Sea has practically collapsed. As France, Spain, and Italy have all announced with uh, their withdrawal from the United States command structure in the operation, with the three nations stating that they will only conduct further maritime operations under the command of NATO. Because we don't like you, United Statesian freakazoid LGBT LMNLP weirdos. Try to get us to join you. We're not going to do it. <laughs> oh, that was the antihistamine talking, I think. <clears throat> oh, anyway, the whole world is falling apart. A drone strike hit ship off India's coast. Maritime agencies, they looked into this, by the way. Now, if you're like most people, you don't know your geography very well, and you don't realize that this is really, 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 really far away from Yemen and very close. So if you get in a boat, one of the little Yemenese motorboats that they are threatening superpowers with, and you crank it out and go full speed on a plane all the way across the uh, Indian Ocean, uh, due east, uh, you will eventually hit Verval, India. Well, this particular ship was attacked, and they traced the source of the attack. They're claiming that it is directly from Iran. 
Now, the more bombing we see in Hezbollah and Lebanon, the more direct attacks that we see from Iran, the closer we're getting to the ceremony vision. You see where I'm heading with this? Okay. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Israel and Lebanese mediators fear that time has almost run out to prevent a full-scale war in southern Lebanon because, I'm sorry, between the Israeli Defense Force and Hezbollah, with officials in Washington worried that the United States will likely be directly drawn into such a conflict. Oh, come on. Really? Uh, It's hard to – when your throat is all coughy, it's like – it's hard to like inflect your voice in a funny way without choking on yourself. Anyway, um, MTG Rep- Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene says America is in a constitutional crisis. The admin is enabling a full-scale border invasion and harboring illegal migrants. No kidding. The courts are engaging in judicial tyranny. You've got to be joking me. The government is politically weaponized against the people. Really? Soon na- national of the divorce may be our only option. National divorce? Hmm. I don't know what she means by that. Oh, well, maybe I don't want to know. All right, next one up. Carrie Lake, when a man flees. Okay, this is interesting. So Carrie Lake makes this comment. She's watching this untold number of uh, migrants coming in through the southern border. And... She takes note, and she's not the only one that's taken note of this, by the way, but I'm just saying, the comment that she leaves behind is very telling. She says that when a man flees war, he takes his family with him. When a man heads to war, he leaves his family behind. There is not one single woman or child in this video captured in Lukeville, Arizona. All right. Ah. You'd have thought that I'd get even more uh, congested as the radio show goes on. I, I, I gave in and took my other antibiotic. I hope this doesn't drag on tomorrow, man. Oh, man. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. The European Union goes after Elon Musk. Emergency breaking. See, this is one of the ways that you know whether or not he's, he's in on it or not. We make a lot of dumb assumptions. We do. We really do. And we don't look at the big picture. We don't. We don't. If the entire European Union is going after him to shut him up, this says this speaks volumes. It speaks volumes. Why am I so hungry? I'm starving. Is it? Does anybody know? Does the cold medication make you hungry? I don't know. This is weird. I mean, I'm hungrier than normal, and there's like nothing to eat. Uh, except like Yohimbi, which of course is having me jumping off the walls, a little bit of Ringa powder. I'm not going to eat that. Yuck. Anyway, so whatever, berberin. Um, nope. So let's, oh, that's eight, eight, eight minutes and 46 seconds long. But anyway, um, it's uh, Alex Jones really jumping down the case of the European Union going after. He, basically, he's saying that if Elon Musk does not, voluntarily follow the rules, the censorship laws of the European Union. They are going to ban him from the entire continent. 
of Europe. All right. Another one up. Dear English. Israel's actions violate international law through ongoing massacres and brutally, uh, brutality against the Palestinians, says Malaysian Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim. Okay, so again, uh, it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's not like Israel's not still being attacked, by the way. They are. They are big time. All right, next headline up. Iceland volcano erupts, spewing lava, smoke, and weeks uh, after weeks of earthquakes. Okay, so we know about that. It's kind of dwindling down and is not a threat, much of a threat anymore, although that could change in 30 seconds. Uh, Christian women attacked for talking about Jesus in Israel. By the way, that's nothing new. Okay, you might say, oh, that's definitely something new. No, it's nothing new. The um, uh, Orthodox Jews have killed people who proselytize and talk about Jesus forever. They will chase you down an alley and kill you in a snap. All right. Anyway, uh, I had a guy, his name was Benjamin, and he came over and spent several days with me. And, you know, he wanted to go to a, a revival, and he was from Israel. So I picked him up over at the Tampa airport, and he stayed here. And we went to the uh, revival. It was down in Brandon. And uh, about the second day we went, it was like five days long. He just looked at me and he said, is the only thing these people do is pass the collection plate? They've passed the collection plate four times in the last hour. I don't want to be here anymore. I need to get out of here. And I said, I'm with you, bro. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Welcome to America. Next one up. U.S. Steel is now a Japanese company. No, I'm not uh, not joking. And this person goes on to rant about the fact that it was a $14 billion purchase. This puts the United States in absolutely horrible. It's a, bad, it's a very bad situation. So we can't create our own war equipment anymore without that steel. <clears throat> but that's my design. Massive explosion in Iran. Breaking news. Massive explosion in Iran's Aviation and Space Force headquarters in Tehran. These headquarters supply missiles and UAVs to regime proxies in the region. Hallelujah. All right. Let me see here. As NATO mobilizes, that one's not going to come true, so I'm not going to worry about that. There's a prediction regarding uh, the Ukraine, NATO mobilizing, things that went on in Germany, uh, possible a conscription of women. Uh, the list went on and on and on, and then it all kind of fizzled and died. So essentially what we're seeing right now is uh, the, the, they're, they're basically drawing up peace plans between Russia. Russia just had a couple of military planes fly into Washington, D.C. I think it was like today. So they're getting ready to shut the whole thing down. Germany considers a draft over the Ukraine. See, so this, some of this is it's, it's older stuff. Then, of course, the German farmers are revolting again. So you got tractors as far as the eye can see shutting down entire major freeways. <coughs> Excuse me. U.S. Congress in China. Uh, this is classic stuff here. This is – so I have said – and I will continue to say, because this is exactly what's happening, there's activity around Taiwan right now. And the activity, I'm breaking into a sweat. That sucks. Oh. I hope that doesn't mean I'm going to break a, go into a fever again tonight. I hate that. 
Congress in China. Why? Why is Congress in China? I'll tell you why Congress is in China. Congress is in China because we're in bed with China. We're so deep in bed with China. Anyway, Red Dawn, look up. Your redemption draws nigh. Israeli hackers take down the banks and the ATMs in Iran. Really? Well, I'm sure that made them happy. Uh, breaking, majority of gas stations across Iran are out of service after the cyber attacks, according to reports. Another report comes out of South Korea. South Korea military says North fires ballistic missiles. Well, of course, they do that all the time, but they're doing a lot more right now. But then Russia comes forward, and they say Russia is uh, set to set, are in the process of setting up a comprehensive cooperation with North Korea. Well, we already knew that that was in play. And many believe that North Korea has been given a lot of nuclear technology, including the satellite uh, track, you know, the systems that they use with the satellites to, to uh, guide the ICBMs. Another headline reads, breaking United States warship operating in the Red Sea shoots down 14 drones near the coast of Yemen, according to CENTCOM, which happens to be about 10 miles from my house. Most large container ships abandoned Red Sea as key trade routes freeze. People are saying this is going to jet the fuel prices, food prices, everything else. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. Sometimes they threaten that when there's a sea skirmish. Um, you know, with the Long Beach, remember they had like 200 uh, gigantic liners lined up, and they, it was like the end of the world. Everybody was like, this is it. This is going to financial collapse. Yeah, prices went up, but not – it wasn't, you know, apocalyptic. Another headline reads, thank you, Jesus. Yemen declares war on the United States. So not only are we not able to really do anything about it anymore, but they have declared war against us. Um, another headline reads, missiles hit Jerusalem and people are running for their lives. So this is going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. It, it is not just Israel going in and carpet bombing Gaza. It's They're getting hit with gazillions of missiles from uh, Hamas at the same time. Another headline reads, Ukrainian, uh, Ukrainian armed forces are unable to mo- mobilize another 500,000 people, according to reports. But again, this is water under the bridge. They're already negotiating peace. Uh, you know, who knows what comes next? And don't even get me going on Russia's alliance with Iran, Russia's alliance with North Korea, because it just, it, 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 it's World War Three. Biocomputer combines lab-grown brain tissue with electronic hardware. So, again, they're creating all kinds of chimeras and creepy, weird things. Uh, it, it hasn't stopped. It's only gotten worse. It, and and this is all playing God. This is why the Luciferian rebellion occurred in the first place. All right. And then um, here's this uh, little ditty that just you know, kind of solidifies the Chinese you know, twisted takeover of the United States. James O'Keefe has released a bombshell complaining that 60% of Act Blue donations they investigated are coming from China. So the Chinese party is literally funding the Democratic Party and influencing American elections. Another headline here reads that Abraham Lincoln was removed from the ballot in 10 states in 1860. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. When that failed, a civil war resulted in 1.5 million deaths. Hey, looks an awful lot like what's going on with Donald Trump. But wait, what happened to Lincoln in the theater? 
Israeli strikes southern Lebanon. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of reports about that. And it's widespread, widespread, and it's getting bigger every couple of days. Taiwan is under increasing pressure. New news. Taiwan reports that Chinese warplanes and war- and warships around the island, and uh, including aircraft crossings and sensitive median line on the Taiwan, Taiwan Strait, according to NBC. Now, what does that mean? Nothing. It means absolutely nothing. It's all a put on. It's a show. We've already cut a deal with our lovers, the Japanese. I'm sorry, the Chinese. You know, our satanic, not ours, but, you know, this Babylon the Great, you know, leadership. The reptilians, they're totally, you know, they're one accord. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Another, it says, uh, Taiwan reports Chinese military crafts and naval uh, near its territory, planes crossing the critical median line of the Taiwan Strait. Taiwan and democracy goes on and gives a little bit of history. I don't care about the history. What I care about is what are they going to do? And the answer is nothing. They're going to hand Taiwan over to the Chinese. It's going to cut us off from all the really advanced technology that we need. But wait a minute. We're already seeing that in our military. The United States military is destroyed. Israel is losing the war against Hamas, but Netanyahu and his government will never admit it. And that report comes out of The Guardian. That's a United Kingdom paper, and they are just as guilty as everybody else for lying, lying, lying. But we'll see. It sure is a possibility. There's no doubt about it. Israel to end the ground raid focused on airstrikes in the third phase of the war. So they're going to pull out of the ground. They're not going to flood the tunnels. They're now, if you talk to people about this, which I've learned my lesson, I start, I slipped up a little bit when I was in Pennsylvania, and I dared to go there a little teeny bit, and then I pulled back real fast to prevent a war of words. But um, the American Christian Church believes that Israel is just whooping hiney in Gaza. They're not. The reason they're carpet bombing is because they are losing on the ground. Their tanks are getting blown up so fast, they can barely bring a tank down a street before that thing just gets blown to bits. And their their men are getting shot by the gazillions. I mean, I, I don't even know what the number is, and they're never going to tell anybody what the number is. But they're getting smoked. So when they say that the third phase of the war will be going back to airstrikes, that's an act of desperacy. All right, another report says, oh, oh, this is about one of those square clouds in the sky. This was all over Twitter. And it is. It's a perfectly square cloud in the sky. What's up with that? I like it. Egypt completes wall to keep the Palestinians from leaving Gaza and coming to Egypt. And yes, they surely did. And it's a lot meaner of a wall than we ever put at a southern border of this country, that's for sure. And they don't want the Palestinians coming into Egypt. Makes me wonder why. Or not. All right. Now, this is this woman. She goes by this nickname, Tila Tequila. I don't know her. I don't want to know her. 
I don't want to hear any of her music. I don't care. However, I like the fact that she's coming against the darkness and the way that she's coming against the darkness. Unfortunately, she has uh, got a couple of issues that need to be fixed, but that's all right. That'll be up to her and the Lord. But anyway, let's listen to what her little commentary here. It's three minutes long. It's uh, It's got some good stuff in it. I like it. We're just trying to do an exposure, mass exposure on like the Illuminati, the all-seeing eye, and when they do this little like shh, uh, you know, when they do this symbol, because a lot of in the media, I don't know if they're still doing that today in the land of the living, but I know what I experienced when I went down there. Uh, they call themselves the elites, and what it means is the elites of like the satanic kingdom, and they do this thing with the all-seeing eye. As you notice, you know, in the past I had that all-seeing eye too, because I had to become one of them in order to come back. And expose them, you see. Uh, so this this wickedness, and for a while they're trying to keep me silent, but I'm like, wait a minute. You know, this Satan's a liar because he just wants me to be silent because if you, we keep living in today's world, the land of the living, and there's no justice anywhere. Like, where's the God of justice, right? It's because I kept silent all these years, but I'm not going to keep silent no more. But what goes on down there in Hollywood, I don't know if it's still going on today because I don't want to accuse nobody, but what I saw, you know, uh, it, I pray that everybody out there repents because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You know, and these sex, they have lots of sex child trafficking rings, and uh, they even have their own churches, but they're very satanic churches, and they do abominations. You know, they, 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 they sodomize each other. Uh, I'm not going to get into details because it's so traumatizing to what I saw and experienced down there. But, um, you know, they, the more power you have, the more fame you get, the more depraved things you have to do. So I don't know if they still do that today, like I said, but God our Father knows, God in heaven knows, this cloud of witnesses knows. So I pray, Heavenly Father, that if these things still go on out there, all of the world, all these elites, whatever, they're trying to do like this to be quiet, you know, uh, that you will uh, bring exposure to them and bring swift justice to the children's lives that were sacrificed. Uh, the children that are molested because they often, you know, they, they were even like molesting three-year-olds and then they're asking me like, can we go even like lower, meaning like, can we do, have sex with a baby? And it was just so disgusting, guys. I, this is why I'm so traumatized because like, oh, I can't believe, you know, it's very traumatizing. I can't even talk about it because it's so nasty. But, you know, in the Illuminati world, Hollywood, if you're still doing that today, I pray that uh, Lord Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, that you... Uh, apprehend these criminals and bring them to justice, the ones who uh, sacrifice babies, rape children, even in the government realm, the government officials, you know. Uh, so, But I don't know about the land of the living, but I'm going to have to testify anyways because this is what I saw. It's like this huge, massive worldwide elite, they call themselves, and they, they molest children, they, you know, uh, sacrifice. It's just nasty, guys. <laughs> I can't even... But anyways, I testify this so that there's truth and justice to be had in the land. All glory to our Father in heaven and our Lord Jesus. Hey man, she means well. Praise God, and uh, I, I like uh, I like uh, a lot of the choices of her words. Praise Jesus. All right, um, Laura Loomer, who's very popular on Twitter, used to work for CNN, got booted out because she was too vocal, all that kind of stuff. Um, she says to, uh, in accordance with a, what they call a trending tweet, trending tweet, 
the trending tweet that upset Laura Loomer was RIP space Don. IP space Don. I'm sure that's followed by a hashtag. So anyway, um, she goes, rest in peace, trending Laura Loomer, disgusting comments. They're disgusting. I feel like the deep state is gearing up to try to kill Donald Trump. The slide passed that one along. Shootings in Prague at a university, 11 dead. So it's not just the United States. Now, it, you know, we, we had the Charlie Hebdo event uh, over in France, but it just seems like the United States has, you know, it's like a 10 to 1 ratio. Um, but this was bad. Yeah, this was real bad. A lot of people hurt and a lot of people killed. All right, praise God. Another headline up. Like martial law, they say. Poland's pro-EU government seizes public news channels in a massive police raid. It's like martial law. Looks like little pockets of practicing going on all over the place. Listen to this guy. I believe he said he was like a member of the family of Chef Boyardee. Let's take a quick listen to what he has to say. Just a minute long. Hey, Maggie. I have some news for you. You might find this quite alarming. My family is the Chef Boyardee family. We also invented the Pfizer vaccine. Chef Boyardee used to be owned by a company called American Home Products, which used to own Wyeth Laboratories. Wyeth Laboratories got spun off to become Pfizer. My family funded that part of the medical division to create the vaccine. I can assure you this one thing. We didn't need to stick the vaccine in your arm. If we wanted to create a new world order, we just stuck it in our food division, which got spun off to ConAgra. One way or the other, you're getting it. Well... Plus, of course, you got the water supplies being tainted now. You got the black chemtrails and everything. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And Luke 10, verse 19. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And you can ingest anything, and it will by no means hurt you. Mark 16, 16, 17, and 18. It says drink, but that's a poor choice of translational words. Fortune magazine says a quiet cybersecurity revolution is touching every corner of the economy as the United States allies pull all the levers to face new threats. Oh no. 36 million customers affected by massive Comcast data breach. Like that doesn't happen every other day. Seems like it. Another headline up. Praise God. United States water utilities were hacked after leaving their default password set to 1111, cybersecurity officials say. Really? (sighs) See, the problem is, this is why this country, one of the reasons, and there's, I mean, there's so many that you probably can't really list them all. Like it says in the last verse of the book of uh, Gospel of John, it says, I suppose if we written down everything that Jesus had done, it would fill up enough books to fill up the entire world. 
And that's about what, you know. And you're like, what, what do you mean? What do you, what, what's your point? My point is this. Our infrastructure is run off of local community tax dollars. Our water reclamation plants are run off of your town's tax dollars. It's coming from the smallest tax base in the country. They hire people for, you know, not a lot more than a McDonald's employee. I'm hoping that you're seeing my point. These are not the type of people to think about changing the default password from 1111 to something more secure. Oh, and by the way, just off the top of my head, I would estimate at least 10,000 to 100,000 major vulnerabilities spread across the entire country connected to what's called operational technology, water reclamation facilities, chemical control facilities, um, air purification facilities, uh, power uh, distribution facilities. The list goes on and on and on. A lot of this equipment was put out there 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, and it's been sitting there all along, and nobody knows. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of these devices, and nobody even knows. Do you know how many resources, how many people it would take the average local city electric company to go and check the default password of every one of these devices, every SCADA system? take the 7th Army to do it. They're not going to do it. Or if they are doing it, they're doing it under duress because all they want to do is what everybody wants them to do. They want to go home. They want to bounce little Mikey on their, on their knee, and they want to open Christmas presents and sing Johnny Mathis songs. Okay? You, you, they're, they're just regular people, and, they're, and they don't have the resources. So here's the thing. When, when somebody comes along, one of their bosses comes along, and let's say they have a team of 10 people, and it's a big city. Let's say it's the city of St. Pete, and they got 10 people dedicated to cybersecurity, which, by the way, I can tell you as a fact, city of St. Pete don't have no 10 people dedicated to cybersecurity. There's no way. If they have two people dedicated, it would be a lot. If they have four people, maybe. But you tell those four people they got to go into every single device that was set up at every water reclamation facility, every, every, every one of the operational technology facilities that, that has a SCADA system that can be accessed remotely. They're going to look at you like, have you lost your mind? Has Hannibal Lecter come back to life and just like gobbled up your brain? I mean, who are you and you know, who grew you? What rock did they find you underneath? Because four people, it would take them years to go in and, and reset all the passwords. And unfortunately, the side effect of that is going to be that these systems will be forever, they will be forever vulnerable. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And um, they, they just always will be. So if there's anyone out there that has this false sense or notion in their head that – now, granted, you know, there are efforts underway. There is funding underway. There are grants underway. There are specializations out there where these people, if they get the funding and the grants, they can button things up with the help of a third party. But it is, it really isn't at the level it needs to be, and it probably never will be. And then you got the Antichrist in bed with the Chinese. Don't even get me going on that shell of a creepy, weird, skeletal, rubber mask wearing reptilian entity Biden thing that's walking around pooping his pants at two o'clock in the morning in the West Wing. I mean, I'm just not even, you know, the, the situation is gruesome. Uh, I, you know, I have, I have, um, I'm going to see if I can find this. Although I've, my collection of stuff has gotten so big, it's very, very hard for me to find audio bites from the show that, um, that I want to find as fast as I'd like to find them. All right. But anyway, I'm looking, just scanning with, you know, doing a quick uh, skim across these audio bites in here, looking for this one where uh, a particular guy makes a comment, you know, and his comments kind of like very doomy and gloomy. In other words, this, it, it, the point he makes is like, guys, the situation is so far gone that we might as well just go ahead, have a civil war, you know, get rid of everybody through whatever means is necessary and rebuild the country. That's what his implication is in his little commentary. And there's a lot of truth to that. But you know what? That's part of the master plan. But we all know that, don't we? The hard part for all of us, the really hard part, is hanging out. But the beauty of it is the prophecy that we read in the beginning of the show, the opportunity that we all have to be deeply loved by our Father. I'm not everybody's loved by our Father, but deeply loved and favored by our Father because we are obedient and praying for the lost. Because we know the time is short, really short. The problem is our DNA. The problem is we are hardwired to look at anything in the future. And it's slow motion. So as we're entering into 2024, folks, I don't know about you, but as far as I'm concerned... Nothing will be able to move fast enough. Every day will crawl by like a snail going up the side of a skyscraper. Because I don't know about you, but I'm real excited about what, about the turmoil, about the catastrophes, about the things that may happen, the things that are spoken of in our Bible, the things that we know are, are a part Cyber attacks, power grids going down, the next major pandemic, um, the, the election, the election dynamics and everything circling around it. The one thing that we won't see is Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton or any of them getting arrested or Bill Gates or any of that. 
Don't hold your breath because it ain't going to happen. I wish it would. Matter of fact, I wish that SEAL Team 6 would just paratroop down into Sweden and take out the whole bunch of them, but that's, you know, like it said in that one prophecy, vengeance is our father's. We pray for the lost. Praise God. Anyway, sorry for coughing and sneezing and wheezing and sniffing and all the other things that I had to do to get through the show. I apologize, but I couldn't let, you know, I was getting bombarded by emails from a lot of people. Their hearts are in the right place. Um, you know, maybe some of them are a little too attached <laughs> to the radio shows. I don't know, but uh, it's all about Jesus, folks. And someday you can believe the power is going to go out. And I just pray in Jesus' name that there is not one listener of this program that doesn't stop, drop, and pray and feel totally confident based upon what you've learned, based upon what the Scripture says, based upon the prophecies, totally confident that you're exactly where our Heavenly Father wants you residing in the secret place of the Most High. God bless you all. See you Wednesday night, 7 p.m., Lord willing.
Shall see my glory 